No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. I am Marcus, father of two. And I am Alex, father of one. And you are listening to Daddying. We appreciate y'all kicking it with us this week. All the fathers out there, fathers, uncles, father figures. Uh, uh, who else would be taking care of kids? That's a man, Marcus. Granddads. Yeah, grandfathers, great-grandfathers, adoptive parents, single dads, step parents, all of y'all. We thank y'all for tuning in today. We got a great show lined up for you. We're going to get into this list that's titled 12 Tips for Raising Confident Children. Okay. And this list is from childmind.org, but we are not doing all 12 tips. We are only doing the six that I deemed most important because this is our pod and this show was my responsibility. So I get to pick which ones I deem most important. That's what I did. Marcus. Right. Yeah. What'd you think of the quote at the top of the show? Um, I mean, yeah, to me, that's an obvious one. Yeah. I yeah, it's obvious once it's said, but I don't think that's something that we actually say as far as why you feel inferior. But I feel like to me it speaks to you know, I'm from that whole camp of like people can only hurt you if you allow them to hurt you, kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Right. So, I'm a firm believer. As much as my wife hates to hear me talk like that, like not not like positive. Like everyone likes a positive person, but like I'm, I'm I champion that a lot. Like, yo, you know, don't try not to be bothered. And and she's from like, yo, people get bothered by stuff. This is you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but you don't have to be bothered by people. True. You can be bothered by stuff, but not necessarily by people. I came across Fair. I came across that quote, and it really it goes to the story that I have to tell a little later on the Daddy Did That okay. segment. Okay. And we're gonna get to that toward the end of the show. But for now, we're gonna get into the topic of building confident children. Number one, model confidence yourself. Seeing you tackle new tasks with optimism and preparation sets a good example. That doesn't mean you have to pretend to be perfect. Acknowledge your anxiety, but don't focus on it. Focus on the positive things you are doing to prepare. Agree or disagree, Marcus? Agree. Agree? Fully agree? Partially agree? I have to say partially. This is probably one. I I believe I'm good at this one, but I do catch myself every now and then. So I'm going to give this one a partial, though. What I understood about myself is a lot of the things that I do around my child are things that I already know how to do, so I don't mess up. So she thinks I'm perfect. So I find myself intentionally messing up just so she can see that I'm not perfect. For instance, basketball drills. Okay. Now my daughter, she wants to play basketball. She doesn't love it. She's not like a basketball junkie, but it's something she enjoys. Yeah. So I was like, if you're going to enjoy it, we might as well get better. And she's with it. So I do the drills with her from time to time. Okay. But these are very simple drills because she's now seven. Happy birthday, baby. She just had a birthday last week. Hey, happy birthday. 
She's now seven. So these drills are very easy. Therefore, I'm very good at them because I've been doing them for, I don't know, 30 years. So <laughs> every now and then, I just intentionally dribble off my foot. Oh, just lose the ball just a little bit. Gotcha. Because I see her looking like, daddy makes that look easy. Why can't yeah. I do it? But when yeah. I mess up and then I get the ball and then start over, she sees, okay, it's okay. He, he's not so good at this. <laughs> <laughs> But I get, I understand that because that that's the part that I need to do better on as far as like looking at myself. Cause I'll be honest when we, you know, I'll either be playing a game with the kids or, you know, we'll be coloring or something. And I'm trying to, I'm like, it's almost like you're competing, not competing with yourself. Cause you're not competing with your kids, but like, I am. <laughs> well, but when I say competing with the kids, like my picture is about to like kill theirs, right? But you know, because every line is like, but I'm not, I'm not trying not to think about it like that because right, when right. I do that, it just kind of like when you said Layla looks at, looks at you doing the drills, she's like, dang, like how do I get on that level? It kind of creates like to me, I think about it creating that separation, like like it's like they're yeah. looking at it like, what do I need to do to get to that level? That's like crazy. Am I ever going to get to that level? You know, like right. showing them, showing them the being intentional and making mistakes to show them that like, all right, I'm good at this, but yo, I, sometimes I draw outside the line too. It's all good. Right. 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 I my, lose that my, sometimes. My, my outside the line is better than yours. Number two, <laughs> don't get upset about mistakes. Help kids see that everyone makes mistakes. And the important thing is to learn from them, not dwell on them. Confident people don't let fear of failure get in their way, not because they're sure they won't ever fail, but because they know how to take setbacks in stride. Yeah, I got to agree with that one. Yeah, that, that's kind of kind of similar to to the first one. But my daughter does not like mistakes. I don't understand where she gets it from. I shouldn't even say she doesn't like mistakes. I'm going to use a word, a four-letter word that we try not to use in our household, and I'm not going to bleep it. Hate. She hates mistakes. You know, she will make a mistake and she will try to explain away why it's not a mistake or she will just go yep. blow past it or have an excuse. I'm like, baby, it's okay. Yeah. That you made yeah. a mistake. The only way you learn is through making mistakes. And at seven, she can't make too crazy a mistake. She's nah. not out here, you know driving the car and leaving it on E and then I come out and I ain't got no gas to go where I need to go in the morning. That's a stupid mistake, but I don't have to worry about that for another 10 or so years. So I'm not concerned about that. (laughs) Right. Number three, encourage them to try new things. Instead of focusing all their energy on where they excel, it's good for kids to diversify. Attaining new skills makes kids feel capable and confident that they can tackle whatever comes their way. I'm big on not just doing what you're already good at. I am until it gets to a point where they're not. So my kids get to a point where they're not trying, they're not going to try new things. Like they're very comfortable at doing the things that they're used to. And it could be a problem sometimes. But unfortunately, I don't always make the time to explain those things. My wife is really good at it, though. So, at the explanation part, yeah, only because so so I'll say with food, right? If we make food 
and they're, the kids don't want the food, it's a lot easier than them messing over the food that we just that we just cooked. It's easier to give them like a peanut butter and jelly or a macaroni. Something you know that they will eat. That they will eat, yeah, yeah. Because we've definitely thrown food out because, the, I mean, when they were younger, they just weren't trying to new. They they knew that, uh, you know, these noodles or you know Chinese food was different. I'm not used to Chinese food. I don't like it. Right. And I'd be like, you should try it. It's good. And we just bought all this stuff. You know, you know, nah. <laughs> but like they'll, you know, they'll just be um, just super against trying new things. They're a lot better now, though. And I think that's because I've been trying to get better at this exact point. Let's, let's stick with food for a minute. Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. When you were growing up, it's like, eat this or you don't eat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. we... Uh, we didn't got soft in our parenting. I know, man, right? I'm like, yo, what happened? I told myself when I was younger, I was going to say exactly what my mom said to me. And now here I am trying to accommodate. I do it from time to time, but it's not with stuff I know she won't eat. It's stuff she, she'll generally eat, but she don't want it today. Right, right, right. Look, nobody asked you what you wanted today. Exactly. So at this point, <laughs> it's either you eat or you don't. Because it's yeah. not like I'm giving you something you haven't had or don't like. Yeah, that's the worst, right? Like, it's like, I know you like this because it has, I don't know, it could be, in the, it has eggs in it. And I know you like eggs. Right. But they'd be like, but what's this other stuff in here? And I'm like, don't <laughs> worry about that. Just eat it. It's good. Look, daddy eating it. Look, mm. she'd be looking at me like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, yo, if you throw that away, it's a wrap though. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. You need to go ahead and eat that. I think that's something. I'm, I'm a little different than how my father was my father was like look this is what we have this is what you eat yeah whereas i'm like this is what we have oh she's gonna be hungry i gotta give her something what you want yeah yeah Yeah, i gotta stop that i gotta be a a harder father probably not probably not gonna happen (laughs) no (laughs) number four allow kids to fail it's natural to want to protect your child from failure but trial and error is how kids learn and falling short on a goal helps kids find out that it's not fatal. It can also spur kids to greater effort, which will serve them well as adults. Now, before we got on this show, we discussed that number four is the one. Yes. This is very important. Very to building confidence in your child. So I want to hear what you have to say about it before I give my spiel on why you should let your child be a complete failure. I have several (laughs) very good examples of one of the parents in the household that I live in (laughs) that that likes to do everything for their child. And then the other parent will (laughs) will let them struggle until they ask for help or until they reach a point where, okay, I know they can't do this anymore, right? So Okay, now hold on, hold on. Oh. Now before you move forward, yeah. Is it safe to assume that you're a parent B? <laughs> That's not fair. You know me. <laughs> and you know my wife. <laughs> I too am parent B in that situation. <laughs> and before you give your example, Marcus. Okay. Is this just strictly a mother father thing? 
I think so. I tell me that's how I get through my day. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be right. Like all be, the fathers man. out there, let us know. You can hit us at Daddy and Pod on Instagram. But a lot of the couples I know who are parenting together, I, I feel like some mothers feel like as fathers we're just not putting in the effort to help the kid. Where if they're anything like us, it's not that. It's that we understand that the only way for you to understand what you're doing, child, is to be a failure. Yeah, you got to do it. Right. And when I say a failure, you know, people hear the word failure like, oh, my God, I don't want my child to be a failure. We're talking just small failure. So, Marcus, give me an example of something. So, an example of this is, so we're going through the tying our shoe phase, right? Where. Actually, we've been we've been in this phase. My, I, th- I believe my daughter knows how to do it. I've seen her do it before. She just ties like really tough knots, and I think it just annoys my wife. Okay. So what happens usually is she'll end up doing it for her because she's anticipating having to my daughter coming to her anyway and saying, "Can you get this knot out?" And she's like, "Yo, why do you?" All right. But to me, it's just like, all right, let's teach her how to like knot double knot the laces, like you know, like, right, right. So. So what I noticed was one morning, everybody was up. It's chaos because everybody's getting ready for school or work, the whole nine, right? The shoes is a whole thing. So we have to, like, make time to because the tying the shoe, if you wanted to do it by, by itself, you got to give them time, right? Yeah, yeah you got to build in the shoe tying time. Exactly. Into the day. I got you. Exactly. So instead of sitting on the ground in the exact spot she always does every morning to tie her shoes, I saw her walk over there. You know, mom, mom just got done doing everybody's hair. She's like, all right, everybody, all right, socks and shoes, let's go. Come on, come on, come on, come on. She goes over there, puts her socks on, decides which shoes, right? All right, I'm, right. Uh, I'm wearing these. She picks them up. Unfortunately, these have laces. <laughs> I'm going to just take these over to mom. She's going to tie them up for me. I know how that's going to go. Right. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> Shoes in the living room, first off. Oh, sorry, Dad. Mom, come here. <laughs> um, all right. And then number two, Leah, I saw you tie your shoes up yesterday. You tie your shoes. You know how to tie your shoes. Right. But all I like right. when Mommy does it. Ooh, and then, yo, yo, the mo- yo, yo she eats the it up, I like, yo. Yo, the <laughs> I like when Mommy does it, yo. Yo. Yo, me too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we're not yeah. on that right now. Do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yo, you got it. Tie your shoe, and then so I'm watching her, and you know she started to do it a double knot. It's like, and then bunny ears. I'm like, whoa, 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 pull them, just pull them a little tighter. I think you got the knot right there. She's like, oh, like that? Am I done? Yeah, now do the other one. Oh, okay. And I'm looking at, I'm looking at her like, yo, she knew how to do this. You knew how to do this, man. Right. <laughs> you know, right. but I, I, I think what I find is with kids is, you know, kids are pure. Kids yeah. haven't gone through everything to make them angry, jaded adults. Right. And at that right. purity, you see like humanity at its simplest. And humanity yeah. at its simplest is it's much easier if somebody else just does this for me. Yep. And on top of yep. that, it's much easier because I don't have to feel bad that I can't do it. Exactly. But they don't understand that. In order to prevent yourself from feeling bad, is to not to have someone else to do it. It's for you to gain the skills yeah, to do man. said thing, which in turn builds confidence. Yes. 
I watch my daughter fail all the time. I get so much joy <laughs> out of my watching my daughter fail. See, my, my daughter's problem is she's good at a lot of things. She's good at reading. She's very, very good at math. Right. You know, so she always hits me, Daddy, what's 17 <laughs> plus 14? Oh, like snap. 31. Like, who you think you're messing with? Yo? Yeah, I'm, man. I am daddy. Represent like, for I the do dads this. out there, dude. You know I what I'm do this. <laughs> so she was doing some type of like simple multiplication. Not excuse me. She wasn't doing multiplication. They're learning how to count by certain numbers. So whether it's okay. fives, sixes, whatever it is. Right. So I was telling her, yo, you know, if you count by nines, almost all of them equal nine when you add the numbers together. She's like, what? I was what? like, watch. What's nine times one? She was like, nine. I was like, what's that equal? She was like, I don't get it. I was like, because that's not a math problem. It's nine, though. It's the answer. <laughs> I was right. like, what's nine plus nine? Nine times two. She was like, 18. I was like, what's one plus eight? She was like, uh, nine. I was like, yeah. Yep. What's yep. nine plus nine plus nine, which is nine times three? Yeah. 27. What's two plus seven? Nine. And so Ooh. on and so forth. We just right. kept going and kept going. Then you get to nine times 11 and that's 99. So technically it doesn't equal nine, but I was like, what's <laughs> nine plus nine? She was like, nine plus nine is 18. It's not nine. I was like, aha, 18. What's one plus eight? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It is nine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's so <aha>. then <laughs> we got to the triple digits. Okay. Nine times 12. Yeah. 108. Now we have three digits. She doesn't know how to add three digits together. Okay. One plus zero plus eight is nine. She didn't quite get it. That extra number scared her. Okay. So she was like, uh, and she was just struggling. She's like, I, I, I know how to count by fives. No, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. We are on nines. <laughs> you are going to fail right now. Oh. <laughs> and that is okay. It is. So initially she couldn't get it. And she was, she just tried her best to avoid that feeling of failure. Right. right. But I pushed her into her failure and then in you turn pushed her into greatness because we figured out what it was. And she was just happy as she could be. Yeah. Well, what's man. the next one? I, we're not <laughs> going to the next one. We've already gone too far. <laughs> we're not doing it anymore. <laughs> I have things to do right now. <laughs> we're not doing it anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I, I am I am a proponent yeah. of childhood failure. Yeah, man. Number five, praise perseverance. See, you can't persevere if you're not a failure. Learning not to give up at the first frustration or setback is an important life skill. Confidence and self-esteem are not about succeeding at everything. They're about being resilient enough to keep trying. Goes back to what I was saying about adding the triple digits. This is not something she's learned in school. I don't think she's even considered that that's a thing that you can do. Right. But we did it just that one time. I think we did nine times 13 also. That was 117. One plus one plus seven is nine. Dang, yeah, wow. Still still stands. Still stands, yeah. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta keep pushing. You gotta keep pushing. I I I think that often we we let the let the kid off the hook, like you mentioned about the the shoe tying thing. Mm. 
We don't necessarily do it intentionally, though. I know for me, sometimes as a father, I'm just trying to get out the door. Yo, like, we got We got to go. Like, you know, school sometimes, sometimes in the morning, you know, I might, I may or may not have hit snooze one extra time. So now <laughs> exactly. we running a little late. Yeah. But in my mind, I know how to do this. I could get her dressed. But see, what I did not consider is that she's got to wear a dress. Now, my daughter has to wear a uniform to school. One of the uniforms is a dress and they have to wear a collared shirt. So you have to consider. She has to put on stockings. I think that's what they call it. tights, tights, tights. That's what tights, they call it. You gotta tights. put on tights. You gotta put on the shorts over the tights. You gotta put on the shirt, collared shirt, three buttons. You gotta put on the dress with the zipper and the button on the side. Now, me, I can have all this on you with the quickness. Right. But she's at the age she wants to be independent. Yeah. With that independence comes this problem with this collar shirt. We go through this every morning. <laughs> All right. Three button shirt. It's either she can't get the first one. So I try to jump in. She'll say, Daddy, can you help me? Yeah, gummy go and knock that out. In my mind, I'm knocking out all three of the buttons and we done. Nope. She just want help with the one button because she one. just knows ah. she can get that second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, I already woke up late. Now we're running <laughs> even later because I got to wait for you to put your little fingers with the button in this hole and you just can't get it. And you just, if you're anything like me, you're just staring at the button like, yo. Yeah. Come on, son. But you got to let them do it. You have to. Even though as a parent, you want to jump in and cut out all that extra time, man. I'm sure the entire audience of dads out there understand <laughs> yo you are not alone in that i've definitely been there where yo look we have i've definitely hit snooze and we definitely only have five minutes before you're gonna miss breakfast and we gotta get you straight to class so yeah no let me tie the shoe this time I, yeah i've been there yeah. i've been there yeah and i think part of it also i've, I've also noticed is she kind of likes the interaction anyway, not necessarily yeah. with the shirt, but the interaction, like daddy's doing this for me. Like that's daddy. Yeah. Like, yeah, but nah. Nah, you nah. got to go. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Do that. You got that. That's one I have to get on with my, uh, my youngest Monroe about like she, uh, there was a time where, and I, my bad, I didn't mean to have a story, but your story made me think of this. So yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. But, uh, I only have two keys on my keychain. you know, <laughs> you know, so you know, she'll say, Roy will say, oh, I want to do it. I'll unlock the door. And like, all right, let her unlock. First, I have to assess the situation. Like, anybody got to pee because we might right. we might be here for a minute. <laughs> right. But I'm like, all right, everybody looks good. Okay, yeah, here, go ahead. And I'll see, I'll just watch her struggle, right? And then like, I could tell my wife wants to help out, but we both pretty good at like, no, nah, let, her, let her work through it, right? Mm-hmm. And then she'll even say it like, ah, okay, daddy, I can't do it. And I'm just like, no, go ahead, try it. Look, flip the key this way, you know? So then she'll put the key in, but she couldn't, like, you know how sometimes if you don't have the key all the way in, it won't turn, right? Right, right, right. So she's like, yo, why is this? I've seen dad do this so many times, he makes it look easy, right? This damn key ain't turning, maybe it's the wrong <laughs> key. So then she'll switch to the wrong key, you know, because right. she had the right key, it just wasn't turning. Right. And so right. I can see, like, like she's usually like a, the go getter. Like I could, I'm gonna do this. Like she'll ask, like let me do it myself, right? But she then she'll give up because it's like, all right, I'm not doing it right. 
Right. And I'm like, all right, here, let me help you out. Let me show you. And then her eyes light up when she gets it because she's like, oh, I just had to push it in some more. Okay. Yeah. And that's where, that's the balance between doing it for them and the guidance. Because the guidance is like, yo, just push it in a little more. Yeah. Right? Or you could just- taking the key. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Just take it and do it and not explain (laughs) it to them. Yeah, man. Because they will remember that for the next time. Right. Number six, help kids find their passion. Exploring their own interests can help kids develop a sense of identity, which is essential to building confidence. Seeing their talents grow will also give them a huge boost to their self-esteem. Do your kids have any specific passions that you've noticed? I didn't know the answer to this question. I had to get some help on this one, man. But my wife would say dancing. They like to dance, man. Okay. Okay. That's good. See, dancing is kind of hard because, like, you almost, unless they're trying to do a specific move, you can't really tell somebody how to dance. Right, right, right. And that's, I think that's why I kind of had trouble with, because I'm like, man, what are my kids' passions? That sounds bad, but, like, yo, let me know if any other dads out there have issues with that. I would assume a lot of parents, you don't think of, like, what your kid's passion is or is going to be. Right. But but I'm like, I'm when I... um when I think about that, I'm like, to me, a passion is something you enjoy doing over and over again. But then, like you said, like, am I putting, like, the parent, the grown-up goggles on, right? Like, right. what's my kid's passion, <laughs> you know? Yeah, because so, yeah. I, I think part of it is you want your kid to do something you want to do because you feel like that's how you can connect. Yeah. The challenge man. is getting to their level and seeing what they naturally like to do. Exactly. Like my daughter is passionate about animals. I don't care about animals <laughs> <laughs> at all. I don't. Right. I don't right. care about any of them. None of them do. None of them, dog. <laughs> you know, it's not that I don't like them. It's not that I hate animals or nothing. It's right. just not an interest I have. Yeah. But every day she has a new animal fact a or she wants to read an animal book or watch National Geographic. Yeah. So we ended up getting her a subscription to the National Geographic magazines. Nat Geo. The kids Nat Geo. So generally, like I said, I don't care about animals. <laughs> but it's a way for us to connect because although she's good at reading, some of this stuff is a little more difficult for her. So I try to, you know, I... Guess I'm gonna have to watch the game right now. Dang, yeah. Go ahead and read that jail. So and I end up finding, you know, a few interesting tidbits that I'll never ever use again, but she <laughs> remembers it and she just yeah. lights up. So I see that's her passion. So I try to I try to meet her somewhere. Yeah. And at least feign some interest for the simple fact that she lights up and it's nothing like your child smiling at you, especially if you created said smile. Yeah, nothing like it, man. I shall be trying to tell Brian. Anyway, <laughs> nah, yeah, I. Uh, it's easy to for me to be like, yeah, they like all the same stuff I like because I introduced it to them. But like, that's like you said, that's where the question lies, right? Like, is it their passion or is it just something Dad showed me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that and I like, since Dad know. likes it, I'm gonna do it because I like yeah, to spend yeah, yeah. time with Dad. Yeah, now, that's but, what has all always been hard with me for. With basketball, anybody that's heard oh, yeah. our other show has heard me talk about basketball, and of course I want my child to hoop. 
but I wanted to hoop because she wants to hoop. Where is the line of me introducing and her enjoying it to me just simply pushing her to do it and know she got to do it because she's my child, but that's not, that's (laughs) not cool. Yeah, Yeah. That's not cool. I definitely went into fatherhood thinking that I want you to do this, do it. Yeah, they're gonna no, no, they're gonna like whatever I like because I like it and it's cool. Ah, <laughs> you know ah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, you you will quickly realize that these little humans have their own ideas. Yeah, about way the way things should be, the way things are, and the yeah. things they like. My daughter and I, I find, have very little in common that we are passionate about. Yeah, man. That's <laughs> the even so, toughest it helps, thing. It, it helps open your mind as an adult because it does. We do, adults don't explore new things very often. Nope. Because we just have stuff. We have to do everything. And if you're open to it, your kid can introduce you to some things you otherwise wouldn't have. That is very true. Been seeking out yourself. That is very true. I've learned that I still don't like Jason Derulo songs <laughs> when they play the top, you know, your top pop hits on the on the uh, oh, Spotify, boy. the TV, or whatever. Yeah, they, you know, it's, you're great. It's like a double edged sword. You're right. Like I see their faces light up. Like, oh, let's dance, Roy. Come on, they dancing, and like I'm just like, all right, okay. They just get up and start grooving when when my wife turns the music on, but it quickly makes me realize like, oh yeah, this, this is an oldie, but a baddie still. Like this song is just terrible. <laughs> not, not the type of baddie that fathers generally oh, no. like, but we're not going to get into that right now <laughs> because fathers don't always get the praise that we deserve. Uh-oh. So we're going to pat ourselves on the back for our accomplishments, big and small. It is time for. Yeah. Daddy did that. Daddy did that. All right, Marcus, what you got? Let's celebrate your win for the week. This one is, it's a smaller scale one, but it, I'm still counting this one because like you said, man, don't nobody give us our credit, man. Yeah, they don't always have to be big. Let's We'll, right. we'll deal with the, the small wins. So, <sighs> parent-teacher conference time, dude. Oh, goodness. Yeah, man. And boy, was I at a crossroads. <laughs> I had a major project due at work, and I was engulfed in just documentation, right? Just like trying to get it handled. I definitely knew in the morning when my wife told me that it was parent-teacher conferences later that afternoon. But when I got to work, stuff was just hitting a fan, and I was just, mine was going a thousand miles a minute, right? Mm -hmm. Totally slipped my mind. Until... 4 30 p.m. came around. Yo, I thought she was gonna be home around 4 30. You know, conference is at five. I guess I am just gonna meet you there, huh? Because I said that oh. this morning. I was like, yo, we might meet you there. She's like, really? I was like, you know what? No, nah, I'm gonna be home by 4 30. We got right. this, right? Go together, united front. It was 4 30. I was still at work. So <laughs> uh, she shot me a quick text, like, I guess I'm just meeting you there then. And I was just like, ooh, conferences. <laughs> so I'm driving, right? And I know I probably complain about this street a lot, but the main street I take to get home is crazy busy now. I have about 15 minutes to get not home, but past home to the school. (laughs) (laughs) And mind you, this is the first 
parent-teacher conference at a new school. Oh, yeah. The, both girls' conferences were on the same day. <sighs> I got 15 minutes to get to my kid's first conference at the new school. She asked me to be there this morning. I'm about to mess this whole thing up, right? <laughs> I, I, was, I did everything wrong. Turned down the wrong road because I was rushing, and I was just nervous, anxiety high, anxiety high, right? Mm-hmm. I showed up. The kids was in the hallway coloring, playing with Legos. Like, Dad! They both, I was like, hey, what's up? And there's a dude watching him. He's like, oh, okay. I thought they was calling me Dad. Okay. But I see they was talking to you. You're just a better-looking version of me. And I was like, dude, okay. Stop it. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> and I looked at the girls. I was like, yo, where's mom at? And there she's like, she's in the room. And I, when I got in there, dude, I saw her face. And yeah, girl, I'm talking about you. <laughs> her face lit up like... My husband, this is my husband right here. He made it. And I was just like, uh, how's, it, how's it going? Marcus Bentley. You know and Marcus saying, J. Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> also, daddy did that. Daddy yeah, she was did like, that. What? what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. I was so proud of myself for making it because I swore up and down I was about to miss it. And I was, I was beating myself up on the car ride. I ain't going to lie, man. But I made it, man. So you bring up something interesting. The daddy did that doesn't necessarily always pertain to what you do with the kids. It, exactly. it pertains to <laughs> the additional responsibilities you have as a father, such as the parent-teacher conferences. Daddy did that. Yeah, I'm with man. you, dog. You made yeah, it there. Man. Yeah, yeah, man. man. So uh, I, uh, I, I mentioned at the top of the show that my story here had to do with the quote that I introduced. Okay. And I'm going to say it one more time, then we get into the story. No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. So my lovely daughter suddenly has some kids not being so nice to her. Uh-oh. Yeah, so this little boy, they was playing cops and robbers. Naturally, my daughter was a cop because she's a rule follower. She would actually <laughs> okay. be a very good cop. And there's a cop joke right here I'm not going to make. So I'm going to keep going. <laughs> So okay. she's a cop. The other kid's a robber. So said kid, like, I, I believe he, like, hit her on the arm or something. Now, keep whoa, in mind, whoa. they're just playing. But she ain't like that. So she said, don't touch me. Then yeah. she went and told the teacher, yo, so-and-so is touching me. The teacher said, hey, yo, so-and-so, stop touching her. Right. All right, cool. So then he did something similar again. And she, again... Said, don't touch me. He kept doing it. Nah, nah, nah. And then she just walked away. So she comes in the car after school. She's very upset. Yeah. So I have to explain to her that you have to be stern in what you say so people understand because my daughter is very polite. Right. So she said, I said, please don't touch me. I said, sometimes you can't just say, please don't touch me. You have to say, hey, stop touching me. And yeah. move their hands. So I showed her how to do that once we got into the house. So we get to that. The next day, something is happening again. Another kid is touching her and doing stuff they're not supposed to be doing. She is very upset. She's angry. She started crying. She didn't like that. I gave her another talk about being stern. We got home. We practiced it. I, I was the kid that was being mean to her. and She was who she was supposed to be. Right. The next day, she gets home. I didn't pick her up this day. My wife did. 
My wife said, tell daddy what you told me in the car. She said, so-and-so was talking and trying to play with me. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't want to play with you. <laughs> and I said, okay. And she said, then I said it to him again because he kept trying to play with me. And then he went and told the teacher, Layla doesn't want to play with me. The teacher said, that's okay. If Layla doesn't want to play with you, then you need yeah. to play with somebody else. Yeah. And the teacher told Layla, you did very good standing up for yourself because you didn't want to play with her. Yay. And I was like, you know why you were able to do that? She was like, I don't know. Why? I said, because you're my child. Daddy did that. Yeah, oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> no, I didn't really say that to her. I didn't oh, really say okay. that to her. But that's what I was thinking in my head. Yeah, you know, man. Yeah. You know, a, we, we had to go a couple days. We had a couple bumps and bruises in there. Hey. But ultimately, she did what was best for her. Good, man. Be that way sometimes, uh, dude. Sometimes you got to get a couple yeah. bumps and bruises, man. You know? Yeah, and I, I think it helped. Boost her confidence. Like, it, you know, she realized she can do it as uncomfortable as it is to stand yeah. up for yourself, especially when you're sort of alone. And I, I'd imagine, especially at seven years old. Right, right. But you got to learn how to do it or people will walk all over you. And I'm not having that. And I can't uh, always be the muscle. Right. No, no, no. Because initially when you hear somebody messing with your kid, you're like, I'm going to whoop some little six-year-old ass <laughs> up in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said in here like somewhere around here yeah somewhere in here I'm somebody. I think yeah. of parents nah depending on I'm whoop your little six year old <laughs> your little six year old need ass whooping and yo you can't whoop but you can't do kid, that man. you can't do that I know every nah. parent out there has thought it like it's hard <laughs> yeah. it's hard yeah. to see your kid feeling bad yeah especially yeah. when you can't do anything about it right but i can see in her smile her chest was out a little bit so she she felt good she felt she felt confident in yourself now like i said before we only went into six of the 12 tips so we'll have the link in the show notes you can read the rest of the tips if you would like if we missed anything that isn't on that page or that we talked about today hit us on the socials at dadding pod that's on instagram we are also on Facebook, Dadding with Marcus and Alex. You can hit the page, comment away, and let us know if we hit everything. Maybe we missed something. Maybe there's some additional tips that you try with your child. We need all the tips we can get. All of us are just trying to raise the best children we can. (laughs) And it takes a village. So come be part of the village. We'll be back next Tuesday trying our best to figure out how to take care of these kids. Three weeks, Marcus. I think I think for these first three, we, we've got some, some good stuff. We be messing so. up, but that's part of fatherhood. <laughs> yeah, man. Part of fatherhood yeah. is failure, right? Yeah, man. Ain't no daddy perfect, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to try to get as close to it, though. Exactly. Shoot for the moon, you land amongst the stars. Peace. Yo, later. Peace.